What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. We don't have a prenup, but I wouldn't mind if she sprinkled a little, little cash on me. What if she wanted to sprinkle <laughs> a little cash? It's the one and only Teresa, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I feel like you should sprinkle some cash on me. I'm, I'm waiting for you to want to sprinkle a little cash on him. <laughs> That we, we needed more Debbie. Why did I think we had seven and a half minutes of Debbie? You know what I love about Debbie? Let's Everything. just start that. Yes, but she's so odd. But she's so self-aware. Is she? Oh my! She's well, like I mean, a she prenup. Like she's yeah. she knows. She goes like, I know he's young. Let me enjoy my years. But okay, let's do prenup so my kids are safe or set. Said for life. I, well, that's my first question is how much money does Deborah have? She must have some money. I, I'm sure she, the house is paid off. So let's say that's an asset, right? Yes. She must have some money somehow. Yeah. Uh, Julian seems to be worried that Osama's just in it for the cash. Like if she had no money, like I feel like Jenny from Jenny and Summit had no money. She wouldn't be writing a prenup. Uh, yeah, I guess. But... As you said, it, it could be a house, which is somewhat lucrative. I mean, if, it is. Yeah. So you look at you look at Debbie, and it's so hard to separate her from Tanya of White Lotus. And so, in my <laughs> mind, in my mind, I'm like, oh, she's sitting on millions. But it could. It, she may. She may be. I doubt it. Judging. She was married. Maybe she, her ex was rich. Maybe she got some money when they divorced. Like, who knows? It's very likely. I hope more comes out about Debbie. Honestly, I haven't done enough research into Debbie. No. I'm kind of scared what I might find. Plus, she sells some sort of art. Like, she must make some money there. And that's that's really telling. Is, is she selling art as a hobby? Is this just a passion that she has the luxury of doing because she has so much money? Or... Is she living off her art? And if she's living off her art, I don't think she's sitting on millions. I but don't I, know. But I think, yeah, she's probably married once or twice to a, to a successful man, maybe. And then that allowed her to pursue her dreams of Who art. Who knows? But her son seemed to be very protective of her because yeah. he's a cap. So Yes. And protective personally. In the sense of, oh, I don't know if you should just go over there and marry anyone willy-nilly, but also, yes, protective of the money. But I think it's more so he's just like, I don't, even if you didn't have a dollar to your name, I don't think you should be going yeah. to another country. You know why I think she's self-aware? Because she said, I wish he was an old man, but he's not. <laughs> he's 24. He's 24 years old. <laughs> But like she knows that's she's not like one of those thirsty ladies who are like mm, twenty something year old like you're right she's like all right he's twenty four years old do I wish he was old yes I do but he's not we connected here I am put a little fifty dollar check and a card for his birthday sprinkle a little cash happy birthday from grandma <laughs> we'll talk about it all guys in a moment before we do very quickly a little housekeeping. Check out the Instagram. We are full force on that Instagram. We're dropping memes, videos, keeping you posted. 
Yeah, your meme is more successful than I thought. The <laughs> say yes the to wedding, the mess. Wedding, yeah. Say yes to the mess. Yeah. Well, are you familiar with say yes to the dress? Well, I have not watched it because Me it's neither. like that blonde she got on. Like who? Isn't Katrin Hagel, Katrin Hagel, whatever her name is? Say yes to the dress is a reality show, Theresa. I thought it was a movie. No. So what's the oh? It's like 47 dresses. Yeah, 13 dresses. Just 13? I thought it was more. I haven't watched. (laughs) I stopped at 13. They could have kept going. I don't know. It's a show I would never watch. I would get anxiety. No, it's a bunch of rich snobs going to Kleinfelds in New York City trying to find a dress they can say yes to. I mean, Like a wedding dress? Uh, yes. Sounds miserable. Say no to the show. <laughs> say no to the show, Teresa. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Um, so follow us on Instagram for more witty quips like that from mm. Teresa at Mary Pod. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you guys are thinking of all these crazy shows. Also, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Reality. Darcy and Stacy's over mm-hmm. there. We did Love is Blind After the Altar. Yes. We just dropped our Family Affair bonus mm-hmm. for our Family mm-hmm. Affair level friends, which was a recap of episodes five through eight of Perfect Match. Yes. It's all happening on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Reality. Also, just make sure you're following right here, right now, wherever you're listening, so you don't miss an episode. We dropped a collab Last week with Constant Reality Check, you may have not gotten a heads up, but all of a sudden, boop, if you're following, now you got an episode that you weren't expecting. So follow the podcast. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. (laughs) Guys, (laughs) smash it like it's as hot as Debbie's blue peacock purse. That's pretty hot, right? Did you see it? Oh, (laughs) Kate Spade people are saying. Oh, People are saying that is a decommissioned Kate Spade. I think I looked it up. Kate Spade has some fun stuff. I was, I almost, I almost bought, um, it was a penguin shade. It was kind of cool. Like, it's a while back. This is yeah. like a wicker peacock. Out of, it was like a pet bird. It was like I, you honestly, taxidermied a pet bird. You might, you're going to judge me, but if I'm wearing all black as I do most of the time, I would rock it. I would fucking oh, rock this. I don't first. hate it. I would rock it and I want to know where she bought it because Kate I don't Spade. think it's, I don't think it's Kate Spade. I found it. It was like the exact same one. Yeah, it was like 300 and something originally. Now it's 70 bucks. No way. Can I, can you get, uh, my, my birthday is coming up. All right. Give me the peacock purse. Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you one of those things, Teresa. <laughs> um, the smash like it's as hot as that peacock. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love love. And we love the reviews. Five star reviews. We read it. On the podcast, like I'm about to do right now, Theresa. All right. We got a new review from our friend Sarah G. Hello, Sarah G. Titled Love with two heart emojis. I'm assuming one heart emojis for you, one heart emojis for or me. Or two for me and none mm, for you. No, I'm more, kidding. More likely. <laughs> no, one for you, one for one me. One for you, one We're for a me. team, Jonathan. Right. So love, two heart emojis. I didn't need another podcast to listen to, but love you guys. Oh. You know, funny and hot. H-A-W-T, does it it. get any better? Sarah, I don't think it does. And I don't think reviews get any better or hotter. than. There's something hot about spelling hot like that. I love it. It's like too hot to handle. It's like too hot to handle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's hot. That's exactly how I pictured it in my head. Thank you, Sarah G. Thank you. Hot review. Hot. Be like Sarah. All the hot people are leaving reviews. Straight out of the oven. So hot. <laughs> Wear an oven mitt, please. Because we don't want anyone to get hurt on this podcast. So. <laughs> I was just going to say something, but I forgot that's an inside joke. So I'm yes. going to keep it in. All right, keep it in. Should I'm going to keep it in. Should we do a little 
Should we do a little 90 day, by the way? If you have any. I got a couple, Theresa. You do? Oh, well, I got a couple. One I think you're going to be very excited about. Two, the second. <laughs> but I like to keep our <laughs> friends updated. Let me start with the excited one. Let me get you excited okay. about a little by the way action over here. So according to several gossip outlets, mm-hmm. several gossip pages, there's a new reality show coming to our screens. As if we needed another reality show well, our prayers are answered. Another one is coming to TV. Okay. It's going to be on E, which I haven't watched since middle school. I, I don't think. even know what it is. E, exclamation point. Oh, maybe I've seen it. Okay. Haven't watched it in a long time, but I will be watching. We will be watching because there's a reality show coming with a fantastic 90-day twist. Okay. All right. Hear me out. The show is... Reportedly called House of Villains. Stop me if you've heard any of this. Okay. House of Villains. It's a Big Brother style show, which I know you. House of Villains, not Elevens, right? Eh. Mm. She's not the villain. House of Villains. It's Big Brother style, okay. which I know you like. Yeah, like a uh, little hidden cameras in the walls. Little hidden camera action, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna fill the house with reality TV stars of past and present. Okay, people mm-hmm. like. Johnny Man- Johnny Bananas from the real world who no idea love Johnny Bananas Shake from Love Is Blind okay why because he, he, he's, oh. he's a villain oh. House of Villains oh. okay so can you guess which ninety day villain will be appearing allegedly on this show is it a a married couple or someone who's divorced mm, that's a good question are we gonna do clues am I gonna give you clues like this give me a clue. Divorced. Okay. All right. Ooh. Narrow it down. I'll give There's you three. So many I'll, I'll give you them. three questions. Okay. Three hints. So okay. the first one is a divorce. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask then me. Give me a state. Ooh. Okay. We'll really narrow it down. California. Okay. Oh, it's Andrew. No, but very close. And that would be a great shout. Very close to Andrew and. Fisa? Ooh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Quite the villain, Aunt Fisa. This is all ledger. This is all, I mean, I think I saw it on Perez Hilton and some other some other websites I shouldn't be on, but it's <laughs> in production right now, so okay. not sure when it's going to air, but I'm quite into this tourism. Quite into it. Are they supposed to hook up? I don't know. I don't know what they're supposed to do. That's what they do on, on Big Brother Czech Republic. Okay. They were smoking tea bags because they oh got pan- they got punished and they couldn't get cigarettes. Everyone smoked, obviously. So they started like d- dissecting tea bags and smoking green tea. I'm like, that cannot be good for you. That's not gonna do anything for you. I yeah, feel. I was in high school. I'm like, should I smoke that? I think I smoked <laughs> basil once. Ew, why yeah, would you yeah. do that? I don't know. Why would you do any of these things? Why would you smoke cigarettes, Teresa? cool and it tastes good okay well <laughs> if you don't have access to, to tobacco you go into your mom's oregano and, and parsley cabinet don't give people ideas all right let's move on to by the way number two okay okay another 90 dayer has a podcast okay we like to shine light on other podcasts here okay? oh, do we well this one <laughs> i don't think this one's competition okay and is there such thing as competition we've said it once we'll say it again everyone is so different very you're, you're, true. you're not going to find someone doing what we do. You're not going to find another podcast doing what another, another podcast that we're also different that you can, you can just have a buffet 
of reality TV podcasts and kind of get your fix. A little something salty, a little something sweet. Okay. A little, little something, I don't know, just for everyone. Uh, I like it. Okay. okay. But this is this is not really a 90-day podcast or a reality TV recap podcast. It's just a 90-dayer who has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Devin. Of Devin and Junie. Oh, okay. Now I think of, I've seen that. Now of Devin and Topher. So they have a show called Nighttime Talks. NTT, Nighttime Talks. Are they talking about her child cancer? No. Okay. I Not, thought that was it. No, although Tay Young seems to be doing better. A little quick update on that. I think he's out of the hospital and yeah. I think he's on the path to recovery. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, they said he'll end his treatment like next summer or yeah. something. That's so that's good. good. So, But this podcast, according to the description... They write, we find ourselves talking about a variety of topics right before we hit the hay every night. So we thought, why not share it with our audience? From reality TV to parenting, style, traveling, just life, we talk about it all. Okay. So it's a little, think of it a little bit like Pillow Talk. Not Pillow Talk, the show Mm -hmm. that comes on after 90 Day, but when you lay your head down on the pillow and you talk to each other. I don't think it's doing very well. I'm just going to say that. They have seven episodes out so far with titles like... Can you be friends with your ex? Are you chuggy? Gen I don't Z, even know what it means. Gen Z phrases. Uh, we learned about it watching Darcy yeah. and Stacey. Uh, oh, yeah. And this changed my life forever. Devin shares how one night in a shady apartment complex changed her life forever. So I like the concept. I like the idea of like, okay, yeah, what are those things you talk about before you fall asleep? Uh, no one wants to hear ours. No one wants to. <laughs> they wouldn't make sense. No. It's all in code. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out if you want nighttime talks give it a listen nice. support support other podcasts nice all right that's 90 day by the way i'm excited about house of villains yeah let's let's see who's gonna be on it let's take let's take a look let's, 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 take, a look. let's take a look all right shall we do it shall we talk about the reason we're here sure sunday night Actually, Sunday night. We used to watch it Sunday morning, but now it's Sunday night because Discovery Plus, Discovery Plus sucks. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode, episode four. 4. Look mm-hmm, at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll start with Jen and Rishi. Jen and Rishi. And now I know why Rishi did not, <laughs> did not elect to, to ride in this cab with Jen. Well, because she chats a lot. Quite the chatter. Well, if if Rishi was there, she would have been chatting with him, getting to know each other six hours. Oh, I, I completely agree that the cab driver would have had a much better drive. But I can understand why Rishi would not want to be locked in a cab for six hours with this woman who's just blabbing on and on about things nobody wants to hear about. Because she's nervous. She wants to talk to someone. Rishi actually should have gotten to the airport, pick her up and spend the six hours in the cab, kind of catching up, getting to know each other, putting, getting all the these difficult questions out of the way because you're locked in the cab. <laughs> There's no, no place to escape. There's no place to run. No, so. I, I'm I'm completely with you. Rishi should have been there mm-hmm. with Pom from in hand waiting at the airport for Jen. I can just now sympathize with him and understand maybe why he elected not to. But yeah, when Jen's like talking to the driver, do you think it's crazy I'm marrying an Indian guy I've known for two years? It's like, it's crazy you're marrying a guy who wouldn't pick you up at the airport. That that's, is crazy. That's the crazy part. 
And then she's basically using sign language because there's clearly a language barrier. She's using sign language, like waving in the back seat to get his attention. No, eyes on the road, <laughs> driver. We don't need any more distractions here. Yep. It, it was quite the, quite the cab ride. Quite the cab ride. Probably the driver's last day on the job. Uber, you take it away, Uber. <laughs> it's all yours. Um, the the thing that comes up, she she repeatedly brings up, is how she is concerned whether there's going to be attraction still. I just mean that, well, I think she means that it's been two years. We all have COVID bots, kind of, right? Uh, COVID, we all started started drinking and snacking a little more. And Rish is a personal trainer, maybe. And she looks great. I'm not saying she doesn't, but maybe that's in her head. It's been two years. I saw a story, and I'm hesitant to bring this up because I didn't confirm it. But you're talking about COVID, Bod. You're talking about maybe being a little insecure about one's appearance. I saw a story. Again, not confirmed. Allegedly. Jen was in India to get the gastric bypass surgery. Oh, really? Is that the... The, the bo- stomach. The stomach, the yeah. balloon. She was in India to get that surgery, and that's when she met Rishi. Oh. Why would you go to India? Why do the Silva sisters go to Turkey? Because different doctors specialize in different things, more affordable. And so the article I was reading was like, yeah, she has obesity in the family. And so she went to India and she got the surgery. And that's when she met Rishi. Whether it's true or not, I don't know if it is. I mean, we saw a lot of her family. I don't remember them being obese. I mean, when you and I travel, we get tattoos. Well, we did that once. Well, maybe next time we put balloons in our stomachs. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm kidding. I don't think so. We'll put other things in our stomachs. The local cuisine. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But don't you FaceTime with each other? Like, why Why are you so scared? Oh, I'm not going to be attracted to him. Oh, he's not going to be attracted to me. You're not a Silva sister. You're not plastering filters left and right. You're pretty honest with your appearance. True. He knows. He knows what you look like. Yeah, but again, it's been two years. I'm sure they had some issues, right? So uh, I, I'm, they've only been together for a few weeks before. I, it's, I can understand why she's nervous. I can understand if she said, I don't know if we're going to still have a connection. I don't know if the chemistry is going to be there. But I don't totally, I can't empathize with, I don't know if I'm still going to be attracted to him. Well, like, I think that's what him. she meant. I think Maybe she just true. didn't word it properly. Maybe. So, I okay. think that's she, what she means. So she's six hours in a cab ride. Rishi's at home carbo loading because he's got a big, long Day at the gym ahead of him. Ooh, yeah. And he's a mama's boy, so mama cooks. Looking good. Quite the spread. He's like, ma, going to the gym for like six <laughs> to seven hours. Gotta gotta keep this bot going. Guinness World Record of longest <laughs> gym sh- sesh, mom. Um, how do you feel about this lie, though? Because it it divides me a little bit. Because the whole reason Rishi is so scared to tell his family about Jen is, well, we have so much respect and I don't want to upset them. Lying is very bad too, Rishi. And you have no problem lying to your mom's face about, oh, I'm going to the gym when you're really going to meet Jen. Why can't you just tell your mom to her face that you're doing something else that's going to upset her? Well, that's a good point. But then he would have to say, 
they're engaged, they've been engaged, I think they would open up another can of worms. Oh, it, it sure would. But what's worse? Finally telling mom, like, yeah, I've been lying to you this whole time. Or just coming clean ASAP. Well, I think he's nervous that he would get locked out. Of the house? Locked in. Of the house? Yeah, because oh. he said, mom won't let me let me leave. Yeah. So, and he really wants to go and see Jen. It's been two years and six hours of her cab ride. Yeah. So, if he tells his mom now, she might not let him out of the house. So, I think, I think at this point, like, he probably needs to lie a little longer, but hopefully he can come clean soon. Otherwise, this is going to be Jenny and Summit 2.0. In 10 years, when she's a little older, then they're going to come clean. Parents will freak out. It's going to be a mess. Okay. So, cut to Rishi at the apartment. Rishi, my man, just because you lied to your mom and said you're going to the gym <laughs> doesn't mean you have to continue the lie and be wearing a dirty old wrinkly tracksuit when you, the love of your life arrives after two years and six hours. Well, put, on, put on a nice shirt. I'm with you, but I think Rishi is the type of a person who's obsessed with the fact that he's a personal trainer. He loves it. He loves his body. He loves everything about being healthy and working out, including the outfits. And so he's like, why would I dress up as a lawyer, which is who I'm not anymore? I'm going to rock my gym clothes. Well, then rock one that you didn't just pull out of the hamper. This thing looks like it's been in a six-hour cab ride. <laughs> I think it's just... What he wears. Dress for the occasion, Rishi. Make well, a. You're basically making, right? Jen is so worried about attraction. You are kind of making a new first impression. After two years, the, you've reset and now you're making a new first oh, impression. Oh, you should definitely wear a button down and jeans or something nicer. Thank you. But first of all, as you said, he was lying to his mom, so he got to put on the tracksuit. And second of all, I think he was just like, you know what? Tracksuit's comfortable. And maybe while waiting for her, maybe I can do some squats. Right. Here's, here's the, the deal. Jen doesn't care. She shows up. She runs out of the cab. And they start making. Making out. Making. Sparks were flying. Big kiss. A lot of kissing. A lot of emotions. I feel like Rishi's crying. Did you, did you nah. pick up on that? He's getting very emotional. No, I was getting too fired up over the tracksuit that he was wearing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, sparks were flying. Things were great. They go inside the apartment and the good times keep rolling because Jen is blown away by this apartment. It's a nice apartment. It has it all. It's furnished. It has a kitchen. It has some some sort of furniture. And it has the bed with all these little rose petals that she'll be wiping her butt with later. Because there's no, no teepee. No yeah. teepee, someone guys. Forgot, someone forgot the essentials. Yes, but we'll get there later. I mean, she's so happy. The apartment's great. The little bed spread's great. Everything's great. No, she's she's very turned on. She's very horny for this apartment. And she's like, let's celebrate. Let me get out of these plain clothes. You go get some adult beverages. And let's toast to us reunited after two years. So they do. 
Mm-hmm. They go they go outside. They're sipping their adult beverages. Jen's like, oh, this is nice. And Rishi's like, this is nice, but not tastier than you. Because he's expecting some sexy time after two years, but not Jen. Not Jen. No, he he keeps checking his watch, and Jen calls him out. He's like, what do you, why you got somewhere to go? Why are you looking at the watch? And he admits, he's like, I have this long con going on with my family. They think I've been at the gym for the last <laughs> 12 hours. And, and here's the deal. I should leave soon. I have a curfew. But I could stay this one time if you want. Did he say he has a curfew? No, I, I mean, in so many words, yeah. his parents or, or his mom is expecting him to get home at a reasonable hour. But he says, I could, I could stay out just this one night if you, if you want. Jen, like a respectable young woman, pumps the brakes, though, and says, no, I think we need to familiarize ourselves with each other. Do you think it's because she truly wants to make sure that there is attraction or is it because of her hot friends messaging him on IG and he responding? I think it's because she took a number two in the toilet and didn't have toilet paper to wipe. So she's like, well, uh, no one's getting near there. That's anytime something s- I would do. Anytime soon. <laughs> what? What would you do? Well, if I didn't have a TP, I would send you home too if we just started dating. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. No, I think... I think she wants to feel things out because I think her friend did get in her head and make her think, all right, well, I don't want him to just use me and toss me to the side. I want to make sure he's in this for the real thing. And so she's like, we're going to pump the brakes. She tells the camera, I need to work through what I've learned from my friends and my family, what they've been telling me. And Rishi's like, well, I'm a little confused. Because it seems like you're acting differently than last time. And Jen says, well, I just don't want you to get too comfortable. You know, I don't want you thinking, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? I still don't understand this reference. Why buy the cow, Teresa, if you could get the milk? Why commit to something? Why buy the cow? Why commit? Why marry if I could bang you? Without marrying you. But no one gives you free milk. The milk is sex in this, <laughs> but <laughs> this like, analogy. But think, okay, think about it. If you don't buy the cow, then you need to sneak in the little house where cows live yes. and get the milk out of her sure. and secret. Okay. Or you have to go to the su- supermarket and buy it. You have to buy, but you have to buy the milk. You don't have to buy the cow. You have to, yeah. buy, the, you have to buy the milk. It's not a perfect analogy, Teresa. It's a really bad analogy. There's another one. Like, don't put, like, your little uh, cart in front of your... Horse. Oh, I was going to say cow. Uh, Don't change horses in the middle of a stream. What? A stitch in time saves nine, Teresa. None of these sentences make sense. (laughs) A penny saved is a penny earned. My little check sayings make so much more sense. Don't make a mound out of an ant hill. That one actually kind of makes sense. Is that an American saying? A bird in the hand's better than two in the bush. No, I, what, what are you what are you doing? Is it Dr. Seuss? Yeah. Is it? No. Does it make any sense? They're, Sounds like him. They're idioms and they don't they don't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, don't, this, this one with a cow doesn't make any sense. Some of them make sense. Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Well, unless it's a bulletproof glass. There you go. <laughs> yeah, don't 
why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? It's just saying, why would you commit to me if you could get everything you want from me without committing to me? Yeah, but let's be honest. Nothing's for free nowadays. Not even the milk, unless you're going to steal it from the poor cow. Um, If she banged Rishi that night without without being married, then he's getting the milk for free. How? Okay, let's just keep going. Yeah, you don't understand the analogy. <laughs> it's not I about mean, a cow, Teresa. It's well, about intercourse. Well, you told me, but I don't see it. I just I keep thinking about how to get free meal because I drink you, you, a lot of you're milk. You're being too literal. <laughs> There's nothing to do with the cow. Also, so, yes. also India and cows. Oh, oh, that's a respectable animal. Very. Well, yeah. They don't her. eat it. They no. just let it. Let it. They just fuck it. Jesus. Oh, that was aggressive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? These idioms really got me turned on. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Now we just crossed the line. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Okay. What? Were you going to say something? The cows are beautiful, I guess. Sure are. Yeah. And they're delicious. Just, they're pretty delicious. They're um, sane. Not sane. What was the word? Sacred. Sacred. Yes. Thank you. Sacred. Okay. So Rishi, like a gentleman, says, we've waited two years already. We can wait a little more. And Jan says, okay, well, how long are we going to wait? How long is it going to take until we get married? And Rishi, of course, says, well, I need to present you to my family. We're not going to rush it, though. I'll introduce you. I'll bring you home. I'll let them get comfortable with you. And then we can progress. It's like buying a puppy. It's like, let's bring the puppy home, see if the puppy likes the house, see if we like the puppy. And if not, let's return. Except this puppy has four months left on their visa. So they don't have all the time in the world. And Rishi says, all right, well, I know the clock's ticking, but let's just spend some more time together before I introduce you as my fiance. And Jen understands, you know, mm-hmm. love, mar- love marriages, they're rare. So I'll, I'll let Rishi take the lead. I'll let him do what's comfortable. But again, clock is ticking. Clock is ticking, people. Okay. All next, right. Next, next morning. morning. Next morning. Jen. Looks like she woke up in Alaska, not in India. Jen looks like you when we podcast most of the very time. Very <laughs> true. Very cold. Winter hat, scarf, puffer coat. Because toilet paper wasn't the only thing that was missing in the apartment. There was no blanket, no towels, no heater, nothing. Yeah. I think the shock of the apartment has worn off. Like she walked into the apartment She was so smitten over it. She loved it. And now reality is set in. And I think this is such a perfect metaphor for so many of these relationships. Because you show up, you're blinded by this hot foreigner. You go, oh my gosh, look at me. Look at how lucky I am. High ceilings (laughs) and a nice kitchen. And then you tend to overlook all of the things that are wrong. All the, Mm -hmm. you're overlooking all the red flags in this instant. The hot foreigners, the apartment, and the red flags are that there's no heat or toilet paper, but you're just so blinded <laughs> that you don't care until it's too late and uh-huh. you're wiping your ass with your hand. With rose petals. But with rose petals. I hope you guys followed John because I didn't. You're not all good with analogies American, today. All these American analogies. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why bang a hot foreigner if the cow is free? Teresa. What? Exactly. it's all the same to you anyways rishi shows up he's got yoga mats he's got a space heater 
And Jen's like, okay, well, this is a good start, but I need a few more things. What's a tiny space heater? It's like the thing that they you put your hands into at the nail salon. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a it was toaster. Tiny. It was like an easy bake oven. Literally. Yeah. Um. And with those high ceilings, that's not going to heat anything, especially because heat rises. It's going to go all the way up there. Yeah, she needs a normal heater, a couple of blankets, a couple of towels, some teepee. A little teepee. So let's give her some teepee. A little teepee. But Rishi's like, well, I don't know everything you'd need, so we can we can buy what you need day by day. But that's for another time. Right now, let's do some yoga. Not just some yoga. Let's do some acro yoga. I think, I think Rishi's plan was, well, Jen's pumping the brakes on sex. Well, I got a loophole. I got another way that I can get a little body-to-body action with her. I think acro yoga is Kama Sutra with clothes on. Oh. All right. Speaking of Jenny and Samit. Well, I know right. they did it with clothes on. The, yeah. That was the practice run, but right. when you do it. That was a when dry. You actually, yeah, it was, was a dry, dry run. Yes. A, no pun intended. But when you actually do it, then you drop the clothing. I would be a little upset if my first morning, <laughs> after two years, six hours, and no toilet paper, my first morning <laughs> was rooftop yoga. I'd be yeah. a little, can we go to a cafe? Can we have some local cuisine? No, we have to start working out. And I haven't relieved myself in 16 hours. You do not want me a downward dog when I haven't relieved myself (laughs) in 16 hours, Teresa. I'm about to get a lot of shit, but guys, I'll take the heat. Well, at least we have toilet paper. Being a personal trainer is like being a vegan. You just cannot stop. Oh, boy. You do. You put it in your. You put it in your Instagram bio. You, you love talking about it and dressing for the. Yeah, part. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying it's a bad way. So don't give me that much shit. But it's lifestyle. It's your yeah. life. Yeah. It's your life, right? Yeah. I I like working out, but I'm not a personal trainer, and I'm not gonna go on a vacation or something and just go crazy, right? Yeah. I'm going to wake up with a nice uh, glass of Bloody Mary. Hello. I'm not going to do acro yoga. No. So that's why it's not in my in my Instagram bio. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> not your I, personality. But I feel like if I ever got crazy and I really got into working out, I stopped drinking, I was only eating super healthy, then I may, I may put it in my Instagram bio. All right. Weird flex, pun intended, but okay. <laughs> so they finished their yoga and they sit down to talk and Jen's like, I got to bring something up. I, I didn't know how to do this last night, but we're talking about sex before marriage. And so I'm just wondering, these past couple of years, we weren't together. Have you hooked up with anyone? Rishi had quite the smile on his face. He did, right? Did you notice that? He was, he was smiling a well, little bit. Well, she has to define hooking up because I feel like if... If you told me, like, it's a slang. I think a lot of mm. people don't under, fully understand. Okay. So, like, is hooking up, does it mean, like, for me, hooking up means you got touchy-feely with someone. But for me, like, hooking up might be even, like, you were be messaging a girl. That's, that's or, for me, hooking up. That's bad. That's all bad. But for up, some people, hooking up just might mean sex. Hooking up could also just be hanging out. Like, oh, we... we no. No. Oh, we hooked up. We hooked up in the park and we shot hoops. Like in in so many words, <laughs> Teresa. Hooking, yeah. You do have to define it, but I think if you're engaged, at the end of the day, it's all bad. 
It is. Except yeah, the pickup yeah. basketball, that's fine. But, but I'm, I'm curious, like, does he understand what she's saying? Like, I didn't know the term until like a few years in when someone told me what it meant. I think he does because he said, well, I told you I'm totally engaged in my True. work. I don't have time for this for this kind of nonsense. Can't be banging other women. Who has time for that? I'm trying to play devil's advocate for play these foreigners. But there is a part of me that like if he is a personal trainer and he wants to be professional and successful, then he should not bang his clients. Tell that Let's to Johan. Let's just put it this way. True. But we I didn't see this episode. He did not, but I think Johan is still banging his clients. Yeah. <laughs> so Jen trusts Rishi. She kind of has to. And she says, well, until I have a real reason not to trust him, I'll trust him. And there is sort of a reason not to trust him. She just doesn't know about it yet, which is the secret of mom trying to find a suitor for him. I mean, honestly, that's not that crazy. He's no. an Indian man. It's their tradition. I would actually, if I was Jen, and I, I'm sure she did some research, she'd been to India. I would actually be questioning him when he said, well, no arranged marriage. My parents are not. I don't need it. I would be like... Are you sure? Like, how is it possible? You're in your 30s. Your parents don't want you to get married. That's a thing. I get that. But the the issue is that she's actively, like, she has women sitting in the living room <laughs> right now, I think, <laughs> waiting for him to come back from the gym. Like, it's pretty fresh. It's it's happening right oh, now. Yeah. It's going to turn into its own Bachelor India-style reality show where they're all, right. they're all waiting for a palm frond from... Rishi. You were right because as he was leading to the gym, yes. and in the cool, mom said, hey, uh, someone's going to stop by later. I, I want know. you to be home. I know. He's like, well, let's see. Let's see if I can get my, my pumps in. We'll, we'll see if I can make it back in time. But they end up going clothes shopping. And this was probably my favorite scene of their segment. Well, they're going clothes shopping because Rishi was like, you know what? You'll meet my family. You'll meet my, pa- my mom first, but as a friend. But I want you to look respectable to the Indian culture. So let's dress you up. Let's dress you up. But Rishi also needs an outfit change because that shirt. Oh, my gosh. I don't think was his shirt. I think it was her shirt. It might have been her shirt. Oh, I think so. Because think about it. He didn't. Well, I guess he went home. I was going to say he didn't bring clothes. He wasn't planning on spending the night. I don't know if he ever did. But if they worked out, did he bring a duffel bag with a change of clothes? Or was he like... Well, I'm sweating from yoga. Let me just pop on that shirt that you have. Uh, I think it was laundry day. And he was like, my sister has this clean and nicely folded. Yeah. It was an interesting look. But they get they get to this store and they start bringing out options for Jen. The guy auditioning the options <laughs> was everything. Forget mannequins. This guy needs to be in every clothing store across the world. Yeah, he's basically kind of putting it on himself. <laughs> he's just holding it up, but like holding it on his head, holding it in front of him. I loved it. But these dresses are a bit too much. And I agree. And here's what I'm going to say. She's go- she's going to meet the family as a friend. I'm all for her representing or representing, showing that she embraces the- embraces the culture. Thank you. But look at the Jenny. Like Jenny can step up her game, but also... She always looks nice, but a little more cash. Like these dresses were like serious dresses compared to what Jenny wears. These were like ball gowns. And so I was thinking like, this is not the right outfit. Like 
this would be the right outfit is she's going to be presented as a fiance. And that's what she said. Like these were some serious dresses. See, I disagree because you're being presented as a friend. So yeah. why would a friend not want to make the best impression they could make? So if this is the the right outfit, if, if this is the best outfit you could wear, why wouldn't you wear it? Whether you're a friend, a fiance or otherwise, I always say you can't be overdressed. If you're going to dinner, if you're going to a job interview, whatever, if you're going to your first day of school, you can't be overdressed. You could easily be underdressed. Yeah, but I feel like for an occasion like this, you don't want to be overdressed. I don't think I don't think it sets off alarm bells the way Jen thinks it's going to set off alarm bells. Rishi knows his mom better than anyone, and he's like, you should wear this. And Let Jen's me like, say this. Whatever Jenny wears, I always feel like, okay, that's 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 pretty nice. Whatever... Jenny's sister-in-law mm. wears. I'm always like, all right, like I, I see that a little fashion. These dresses, that wasn't it. It was formal. It was a very little formal. formal. And so, like, I wouldn't wear it unless there was a reason for it. I'm going to a wedding. I'm getting married. I'm being introduced as as a wife or as a, as a fiance. Otherwise, like that was too much. And because we've seen other options that look very nice and very Indian, yet a little more casual, then that's what she should find. So how about this hot take? Maybe Rishi is trying to get his family to subliminally fall in love with Jen before he makes the big announcement. Maybe he wants his family to lay eyes on Jen and think, oh, she could be a wife for Rishi. If she just shows up cash, it's going to be like, yeah, look at this friend. Once you see someone as a friend, I'll always see you as a friend. He wants them to fall in love with her as a potential wife. So you saying that her dressing up like she's going to an Indian prom is going to help? Oh, yeah. If Rishi thinks it's going to help, I got to side with Rishi on this one. Well, she doesn't think it's going to help because... She's like, she's getting a little upset because she doesn't like anything. He gets annoyed with her. And she's like, why don't you just tell your parents are engaged? Like, what would happen? Well, I'd be grounded. I'll be locked in the house. They would not let me out. I'd like, be grounded for life. And Jen doesn't buy it. And Rishi goes, well, okay, maybe not grounded, but they could push me in, into an arranged marriage. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I don't want to meet your family. I have my visa until this day. So you decide when you want to be honest with your family and let me know. I'm out of here. Yeah, this was, um, I think this was a little too much of a reaction from Jen. Yeah, but I. This is, this, this is a little, this is borderline disrespectful. Well, true, but there is part of me that she's been overwhelmed. Like she got there hoping, okay, he pro hopefully he did his part, right? Yeah. But he didn't. He Now he's trying to play the game. Meanwhile, his mom is literally going through this Indian Tinder looking for a potential wife, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, and Jen. she doesn't even know that. Jen doesn't have toilet paper, but Rishi's the one full of shit. It's <laughs> pretty good. Thank you. Um, so yeah, she she storms out of the store. Rishi follows her, and she's like, oh, Rishi's lying about something. I, he's got to be lying because in the past he said he'd never do an arranged marriage. Now he's bringing it back up, saying it's a possibility. I don't know if I can trust him. And Jen says, "Get me a cab. I need to think." Yes. And she takes off. Takes off. <laughs> Back into the cab where she spent most of her time in India so far. She's loving it. She's loving it. All right. That's Jen and Rishi. Mm -hmm. I think we should take a quick pause. When we come back, we will do the rest of the couples. 
and it gets good. All right, we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? Good. How is it going? It's it's going. I'm doing a podcast with my foreign wife, and she doesn't understand any American idioms. Can you believe that? They're not good. Well. I'll tell you the Czech ones. Like, don't make a camel out of a mosquito. Yeah, it's very similar to don't make a mountain out of... I said it before. Don't make a mountain out of a ant Me. mound. Me. Camel all, out of a mosquito is pretty good. They're all pretty old school. Say it in Czech, though. No, that makes sense. Really, right? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk about Gabriel and Isabel. Yes. So Gabe is arriving and the whole fam is picking him up from the airport. Yeah. Isabel, Miguel, and Sarah. And Miguel bringing his Nerf gun because welcome to fatherhood, papa. Yeah, so <laughs> Gabe arrives, and here is one thing I didn't realize until literally now. Gabe is a tiny. He's like the smallest person in the family. He is a, he's, he's on the shorter end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I just, for some reason, I don't I just pictured him being more or less a regular height, but I think he's, he's short. Uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe Isabel and Sarah are tall. I think, yeah, I, I think yeah, Sarah I don't think, tall. So. I don't think Gabe is six feet, but he might be five, six. No, he's not. Not even five, six. No. Mm, I don't know. I'm five, 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 six. He doesn't look like he's as tall as me, and I'm not that tall. Okay. Well, we don't we don't have the dimensions, but. We don't is, have the dimensions, but. If you but do, call in. He Gets to the airport. I mean, he gets out of the gate, starts making out with Isabel. The kids are hugging them while they're making out. It was the warmest welcome I think we've ever seen on 90 Day Fiance. It was a family affair. He did the, he did the classic luggage drop. Yeah. And then luggage the classic. Drop and, drop and run. He dropped the luggage and picked up his woman. Yep. Picks up Isabel, starts making out with her. And then Sarah and Miguel are like, well, we want in on this too. And they start hugging them. I was like, this is a little awkward, kids. I'll give them I'll give them some space. I think, or- we might, I think we might get shit for that because I think it's probably going to be split right down the middle. I think half of the viewers are going to think this is the sweetest thing ever. So much love. And then the other half are going to be like, well, let them have their moment. Well, I, I'm going to say this. I think I think it was sweet, but either I think Gabe and Isabel should have Giving each other a nice big kiss, but then hug the kids. Not like you're making out and the kids are hugging you while you're doing that. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's that was just awkward. Either way, a lot of support, a lot of love, and Gabe then shows off the Isabel tattoo. Yeah, and also the ex's tattoo being removed. How funny is that? That you're basically going. I know it's a bad idea to get. Uh, a love interest's name tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. I know it's a bad idea. I'm covering up one right now, but let's also get another one on me just in case. Yeah, he didn't learn. He did not learn. I have to say one thing, right? You know how we always talked about everyone saying like, oh, wow, like Gabe is just looks like, he looks like a guy. Like you couldn't think that he he once was a woman, right? Yeah. He just looks like a man. I always felt like, he doesn't look feminine at all. No. There was a moment at the airport that you could see a little, like him being a little feminine in a mm. good way, in like a in a cute and good way. And I was like, okay, like you're being a little cute here. Well, you think guys can't be cute? How dare you? 
can, but I would never call you feminine. Like, oh. there's certain <laughs> as, things. As we sit here doing a reality TV podcast That's together. Not feminine. It's badass, Joan. Yeah. Um, I disagree with you. I mean, I agree with you that, yes, he looked he looks very masculine. And then in the airport, when he was wearing the backwards hat, you go, oh, he, wait, I caught, I caught an angle. And yes, I. You know I, what it was? I thought of it. It was the face mask because you could just oh, see his eyes. Oh, interesting. And maybe that's it. Like maybe he has feminine eyes and with everything else going on, you don't see it. Yeah. But if that's the only thing that pops out, yeah. then he got this like feminine vibe. Okay. Well, I don't think we're allowed to talk about this. But well, that's not a bad thing. I don't make the rules, stories. I just try to abide by them. I don't. I don't. And think he took li- the mask off, and uh, and there you are, Gabe. Yeah, there you are, Gabe. Yeah, G is for guy, Gabe. Um, <laughs> but we get to the next day. Isabel and Gabe are out and about. Isabel wants Gabe to try a local delicacy. Chunchuria. Oh, I didn't write it down. Um, and I also, I'm not into this. I'm not into this game. Teresa, I don't like this. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I want you to eat it. Yes. I knew it's going to be a penis or balls or something like that. It wasn't that. In distance, well, very yeah. close. But here is my issue with it. I don't like eating street food. unless Street meat? It, street meat. Unless it's from a food truck that I can like see. Like you have a like, little kitchen going on. Like the, the meat was probably in the fridge prior, right? <laughs> well, spoiled. Fingers crossed. Just like random street meat. That's uh, I, that's why I wouldn't try. It. I'm okay with street meat. Yeah, I I'm mean, not. think about a New York hot dog. It's just sitting there in boiling water. You wouldn't eat that. Do you, I've never had that. Oh, it's so good. It's disgusting. I'm all for street meat. If I'm in a new country, I want to try the that's local cuisine. That's not what cuisine. you want to try. When we were in... Austria, I think it was. We went. We had the sausages from the vendors on the street. When we were in Prague, we grabbed things. That's from the- different. Those were local markets. Like, yes, I trust that. This was very that. local. Very small. This was a tiny business. It was on the corner of 5th and 3rd Street. What was? This little oh. car. I know, but I like it. It's authentic. I just don't like the whole eat eat it, but I'm not going to tell you. What. This isn't fear factor. This is a date. So tell me <laughs> what we're eating. And then I'll if I say no... Okay, then. But so, it, if I tell you that you're about to eat a brain with a scramble egg, would you? No, it's but really, you know, it's really good. No, but you know what else I wouldn't do? What? Eat something I didn't know what I was eating. True. Uh, I'm just not, sorry, I'm not that adventurous. But at least if you tell me what it is and I can prepare myself for it, then I'll, I guarantee you there's a better chance of me eating it if you tell me what it is. So, you're down to eat snails on our upcoming trip? I'll eat snails. Okay. I've eaten snake before. I've eaten rattlesnake. You have what? Yeah. When? When I was in Austin, there's this restaurant. I want to shout oh, it yeah. out. I think it's called Lonesome Dove. You, I remember you were like, you called me like, I, I ate the entire zoo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great conversation to come off of after talking about vegans. Um, I ate, I'm pretty sure I ate rabbit, snake, venison, just, just a taste. But I knew what it was, and so I could, like, psych myself up for it. I'm like, all right, I'm about to eat snake. Let's do it. If you're just like, here, I'm not going to tell you what this is. I'm like, okay, is it cheese or is it cow tongue? Like, mm. I don't know. Like, let me know what I'm about to sink my teeth into. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Also, rabbit is not bad. Just rabbit has a lot of sharp bones. Once my mom made a rabbit, 
and then she ate it and a bone got stuck in her Ooh. throat. So we had to take her to the ER. You guys should be the masters of the bone because the carp, carp. that you eat, so many small bones. You know that ERs on December 24th are filled with people with really? carp bones stuck in their throats. Yeah, I don't like that one bit. I don't like that one bit. You got to be careful. Okay. So Gabe actually eats it. He didn't know what it was, but he ate it. He's a champ. And then he finds out it's cow intestine, but at least he tried it. What so. kind of an intestine? Cow? But what? Like what? What? What the organ? I don't know if you, if you, why, why buy the cow if you can get the intestine for free, Teresa? I'll tell you what, I hate liver. I don't liver know if I've is ever had disgusting. It. I don't know if I've had it. It has a weird taste, and they used to give it to us, serve it to us once a month at school. Oh, sign me up for kid. the sign me up for the Nutella line. I don't want to get I the liver line. I hate it. I sometimes accidentally picked it because we always could have picked it from two meals. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I didn't read it properly and I, but I picked it. I fucking hated it. I'm sorry it was to disgusting. hear that. disgusting. Sorry to hear that. So, okay. They finished the little snack and then they start talking about whether Isabel's family knows Gabe is trans or not. Well, Sarah knows. Sarah knows. But that's about it. Yeah. Well, we were both looking at your Instagram. She's your number one fan. And Gabe's kind of shocked by this. I thought he would have known that. I thought he would have known Sarah knew. Well, I love that Sarah's 16, so she's a little more mature, and she just accepts him for who he is. Sure. And I'm sure it's a... I, I can't even imagine, like, that having that conversation be like, oh, so you're trans. Like, how? I feel like you just need to accept them for who they are, and unless Gabe wants to talk about it, I think you need to give them space to open up about it. You can't... I don't think you can just... Go and be like, so tell me about being trans. No, I, 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 you can't do that. I don't think you should. No, you cannot. But my my surprise was that Isabel didn't tell Gabe, like, hey, heads up. My daughter knows that you're trans. Like, I would have assumed that Isabel would have shared yeah. that Sarah knows. And so that he's finding out about this right now. He's shocked by it. But it's in all, a good way. In a good way. It's all It's all good. And he wonders, okay, well, what about your parents? Are they going to be as cool? And she's not so sure. Isabel feels like they don't need to tell the parents, right? Like, why? Like, what's just wrong yeah. with it? But I, f I understand Gabe, but he's like, I, I want to be with you forever. I want to marry you, but I don't want to lie to your parents. I want to come clean. I don't want to lie to your parents. Also, I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. I hope you're proud of who I am. And I... I'm not going to live my life as a secret. So that is why I would rather tell and then they disown me or not approve of me or support me than keep it a secret. Because why would you want to live your life being not ashamed, but acting as though like, oh, well, we can't. I'm not going to tell my parents about you. It's like that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't seem right or supportive so Gabe's like no we're gonna tell your parents you and I together will tell your parents yeah Whew. So oh we'll my see. gosh are you ready to talk about we'll my see. favorite couple Chris and Jamie okay let's shout out to sweet Sasha because she sent us this Instagram post I don't know if it was legit or someone's also guessing but let's just put it this way I'm not the only one out there who thinks that Chris moved to Colombia for drugs, for okay. free, for cheaper drugs, because okay. she has a lot of issues. You're absolutely not the only one. What you said last episode 
was she has a lot of issues. The American healthcare system sucks. Sucks. And she can go get her drugs cheaper in other socialized countries. I told you. I, and I'm pretty sure you said. watched it with me. This is what you said. Real quick. Okay. Okay. Going. What did I watch? I'm just going to say we watched this documentary about how a lot of Americans with with certain illnesses cannot afford drugs in the U.S. So they travel to Mexico to yes. buy it cheaper. Yes. So, okay. That was your hot take. Said mm-hmm. it was a hot take, but I liked it. What many other people are saying, they're taking it a step further. They're saying, yes, she's going to Colombia for drugs because she's a drug addict. Ooh. And after watching this episode, it's kind of hard to disagree with that take. Not even this episode. After watching the previews for the next episode, I think Jamie is going to pack her bags and just leave. Oh, so this is out of control. I mean, first of all, we wake up in this apartment. This bedroom looks like a college dorm room. Like a college dorm room. This is a 40-year-old woman and a 30-year-old woman. And it looks like my freshman dorm room. Now, I didn't have the boob pillows as wall art as they do now. <laughs> I had a Jimi Hendrix poster. But nice. this was a college dorm room. Yeah, I had good Charlotte and Green Day, but sure. Okay. So, no problem with the sexual chemistry. Both parties confirm. They hit it off. I don't get it. Like, Jamie is a cute girl. Yeah. What does she see in Crazy Chris? Crazy Chris. Sorry, but I have to say it. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. And I I don't know. And it doesn't seem like Jamie is all that committed to Chris. She stepped Whoa. out on her once before. Now, within days, it seems like Jamie's like, I don't know what I got myself And there's just into. like things coming out. Let's start with this one. I'm a... Chris... Well, on top of all my issues, I'm also allergic to mint. So I need to hit the drugstore to get the good toothpaste and some drugs for my neck. So <laughs> the air, the airport threw out her toothpaste. And yes, she can't use Jamie's because she's allergic to mint. So she has to go, she has to go find kids' so toothpaste. So are you telling me that since she left Alabama, she hasn't washed or brushed her teeth? Yeah, but I... That's I, just I, disgusting. Uh, I mean, she, I, she's a twice a week brusher i would say so she's on schedule you're still. meeting your potential future wife and you have this hot lesbian sex <laughs> with unbrushed teeth <laughs> i don't know why i just teeth. got turned on right now what sorry with unbrushed teeth that's disgusting um, it is ew so the airport threw out her toothpaste aka confiscated her toothpaste because I'm sure it was in the same bag as the narcotics she was trying to smuggle to a foreign country. Why would you smuggle narcotics if you can get them for cheap? Because she didn't know when she'd be able to get her next True. fix. You got to, I guarantee that's what happened. Why else would an airport, we've flown through many airports. Many. Not one has thrown out toothpaste. But they do take drugs. They toss my dad's food, uh, food spray. That's different. That's, not, that's foot spray. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, he, my dad was quite upset. It's probably in an aerosol can. Yeah. Yeah. And he was trying to bring it not in checked no. luggage. He was trying to carry on. His feet sweat. Oh, the whole plane was upset about, <laughs> about that. But that's that has to be what happened. She had her toothpaste in a bag with her drugs, and the airport was like, not today, Chris. And they tossed it. And so now she has to go get children's toothpaste. Yes, um, but that's just, it's almost an excuse. Like, yeah, let's get a toothpaste. Oh, 
let's get to the drugstore so I can tell you about all the other issues I have. Yeah. Um, before they get to the drugstore, Chris whips out Jamie's wedding shoes. She she got shoes and a dress mm-hmm. for Jamie. She wanted a gift for those things because Jamie took care of all the house things and everything before Chris's arrival. So this was like, here, here's a, a yeah. thank you for doing that. And let's also not forget to bring the apartment because it's $500 instead of 4 Did they say how much it was? Yeah. I know it was $100 more. I didn't it, know was it was $500. Now okay. it is $500. Okay. They budgeted it for a 400 because Chris is planning on selling her house and doing something else. So she'll be paying for the apartment. And Jamie said, Jamie's like, well, I can go back to work. But then she she made it sound like she took 30 days off. I know. And it's going back to work. So it's like, you're going to be making money. So it's not that big of an issue that it's $100 more. Unless the budget was for what Chris and her can afford. Maybe. Afford together. Maybe. But Chris says, it's fine. Like, we can handle it. I'll pay. We just need to figure out the finances moving forward. Yeah. So they hit the town. I was kind of surprised Chris wasn't in more of a culture shock. Like, they're just walking down yeah. the sidewalk. She's like, boop, 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 It's like, you you come from East Bumfuck, Alabama, and now you're in Columbia, and you're just like, where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? Like, you're not even taking in the sights and sounds. I mean, she looks like she's out of her comfort zone or out of out of place because what is she wearing again? What is she ever wearing? Theresa? Someone needs to, like, dress her up. No, not even dress her up. Just put jeans on and a one-color shirt. That's it. <laughs> just... Rock that for a while for a change. Like I always forget she's the one with all the costumes, but I'm like the drugs probably. Oh, it's EDC every day of her life. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she's a burning man every day. So let's go to the pharmacy to get the toothpaste. Something for the kids. Something and for the adults in the room. Something for the adults because oh oh by the way um I also need this for my neck. And then we learned that she broke her neck and oh her God. back. Oh, God. And then when she went to the hospital to get it fixed, then she left the hospital and she broke it again. Did she say that or did I made it up? I, I don't have that down. But, but it was like some weird thing. So basically now, eventually she won't be able to turn her head. So now she decided to live with her bit of pain because the surgery is complicated and a hundred thousand dollars and a metal rod would be sticking out of her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Frankenstein. The surgery does sound medieval. And right? Yeah. Okay, I, Alabama. I'm not a doctor, but this seems a little a little behind the times. Yeah. If, for a year you have to wear like a head brace and post sticking maybe this could very well be yeah. the case but you're not paralyzed chris like you're getting surgery so again i'm not a doctor this could totally be the way well, things go I, she said it's a hundred thousand dollars i don't think she's rocking any insurance maybe it's cheaper in Colombia. but it doesn't seem like she wants to go that route she wants to stick with the drugs for as long as she can yeah and, for as long as she can so give me and this this is not music to Jamie's ears. She's like, the hits keep coming. First the narcolepsy, now the mint allergy. Then I hear about this surgery. When's it going to stop? 
It's not. It's not going to stop next episode because she's going machete shopping <laughs> next episode. She's like, I always, uh, I, I do all these drugs and I carry, a gun, uh, I carry around a gun uh, or something, some like sort of a device that I can protect myself. And I have night oh. terrors. Holy and shit. I- if I was Jamie, I would be like, hey, hon, um, I'm just going to step outside to make a quick phone call. I'll be right back. I will fucking run to the apartment, yeah. pack my bags, pack the book pillow, and I will be out of there. This is the one time I would take a six-hour cab ride by myself and not be upset about it, would be to get away from Chris. Chris is out of her mind. Yeah. And Ooh. I'm here for it. So here for favorite it. Favorite couple. Okay. Next. Another favorite couple of mine. But this is almost like a... A dom- not a domestic abuse because he's not doing anything to her, but it's like, what, what's the name of it? Like when you, because she's didn't doing this willingly, but she's so fucking unhappy. Wait, who do, who's Nicola who's perpet- Mahmoud? I know, but who's the perpetrator of wrongdoing here? Who are you saying is the abuser in this situation? She abuses herself. Okay, like she puts herself into this into a situation that she hates and she's so unhappy. Like she looks like she's visibly in pain and I almost feel bad for Mahmoud because he kind of knows it, but he's like, I hope she's not going to leave me again. Yeah. But she like, she's there. She's like, I, you can tell how much she hates it. She can tell how much, how unhappy she is. Yeah. You like this couple and I loved Nicole the first episode, but come on. There's no stakes for this couple. I can't get into them because they're so wrong for each other. So wrong. They're not going to go any sort of distance. But you know why they're wrong? Because she doesn't want to embrace the culture that she agreed to. And I don't blame her. If no, you, oh, I blame her 100%. No, no, no. Before you become a Muslim or you marry someone with a strict cultural and religious background... You do some mad research and you figure out for yourself if this is something you want to sign up for. Otherwise, don't fucking do it. If and I don't want to mean I don't mean in a bad way, but you guys know I am not a religious person and you're Jewish and I love it about you, but you're also not religious, right? Right. If you were religious and it would get in the way of a relationship, I don't think I could deal with it because that's right, right. not something I would I see myself doing unless I would be willing to change. Let me clarify. I'm saying I don't blame her. Like you can't expect everyone to just want to to concede to someone else's way of life. I don't blame her that she doesn't want to. Of course, she's a Moran moving <laughs> moving to Egypt and thinking she can just go about her merry life and not change a thing. Of course. I'm just saying that's why I don't I can't care about this couple because Nicole's an idiot for what's the saying? Uh doing the same thing over and expecting different results is You're the definition still trying? of <laughs> This is the idiom <laughs> episode and I'm sounding like an idiot. Um no, like doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. She's doing the same exact thing. She's moving back to Egypt and she's expecting a different result. You're an idiot. She is, if you think about it, she's the only one on all these 90 days ever who's flying to the foreign country, like meeting the love of her life, and she's unhappy about it. Up front, literally telling her parents, like, 
take my car back to Idaho. I'm putting my stuff in the storage. I'm moving to Egypt, but this is the last thing I want to be doing. Before like, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, before takeoff. And here's the thing. It's not like she's pregnant or they have a child. Like, there is something that she's like, okay, like, I probably need to adjust because it's not just about me. No, yeah. it's 100% about you. You know how last episode I was saying, it seems like they're acting. There's something off. It doesn't seem natural. When they met, Yeah, I think they had a real relationship. No, they did not. I they she- met for 24 hours at a... At a fabric you, store? Fabric store, please. They got engaged and they got married and they lived together. Yeah. I what did he make? A ring out of a rug or what? Maybe. I think they had a real relationship. I think they maybe applied to be on 90 Day Fiance. Then they broke up as for all the reasons we've heard. And then 90 Day contacted them and said, hey, so we got your application. We'd love for you to be on the show. And now they have to pretend that they have this relationship because it seems so fake and so forced. I don't think so. I think she's just so off because I think she said she went to Egypt on this journey to cleanse her soul. And she also loves fashion. And here's a guy who works at a fabric store. I love I love the fabric. <laughs> the family discount. He's cute and sweet. And wait a minute, a Muslim? I've heard that that culture is all about being faithful and probably someone cheated on her in the past. So she's all about it. Like, you want to marry me? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And be faithful to me. You want me to become Muslim just to be faithful? Let's do it. And that was, that was it for her. And then, oh shit. Well, it comes with way more <laughs> strings. And I don't feel bad for her because it is his culture. She should, if anything, respect his culture. She became Muslim. That literally means like, I agree with all this. Yes. And now she's playing this ma'ams like, eh, like, I'm not going to dress up the way you want me to. No. She's like, that's not my culture. No, it is your culture. Now it is. You became Muslim voluntarily, it seems like. And now you're making all these... You're like, oh, I don't want to do it. Well, if you don't want to do it, why are you even going back? Just live in L.A. It seems like a good fit for you. Why are you going back knowing that you live with his family? Like, I get it. They're nice people. There are a lot of nice people in the world. This is so not for you, and yet you're doing it. But here's my thing. I think she just feels like we're married. He's my husband. I love him. I think she thinks she loves him. Let's give it a shot, but it's probably not going to work. I don't know. She also seems like the type of person who gets bored easily. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure that's her third haircut this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so this is just something else to distract her for a few months. Eh, I'll move to Egypt. Eh, I'll be a pizza delivery person. Eh, I'll sell clothes. Eh, I'll do this. Like, this is just, I feel like she does things on a whim, and this is one of them. I think she has no personality. Well, she's a robot. Like, she has no emotions, really. Like, well, she know. she has anger. She let's talk about this welcome party. There's a yeah. welcoming committee when they get to the apartment, and I'm I'm team Nicole here. After this flight, this travel day, Ooh. I don't want to walk into an apartment with twelve people. No, but I'm gonna call out you on that because when we fly to check. Who welcomes you at home? It's your mom, your dad, and your babichka. Yeah, well, I don't have 
more family I know, members but if living, I walked, living in my parents' house. If I walked into a family reunion, I'd be a little overwhelmed. That's what you did to me. That's very true. <laughs> it was a two-hour train ride. And it, and it wasn't. You did not. The family reunion was the day after you arrived. Yeah, even better. Well, I'm just saying, you had you could at least take a shower before you met my family. John, why why do your parents have like 59 chairs <laughs> and all these tables set up in the dining room? Oh, it's a Father's Day part of your entire family? Cool. Thanks yeah. for the heads up. Yeah, I, I invited Teresa home to meet my parents for the first time and didn't realize it was Father's Day weekend and didn't realize my parents were hosting my entire family, but you got it out of the way all in I, I was just going to say, shot. I actually was good. Yeah, I think I was, was nervous, but then I ended up liking it because I'm like one and done. We didn't have any floor potatoes at that Father's <laughs> Day, but I, I saw you eyeing those fried floor potatoes going. I was surprised to hear that most Egyptian food is fried. I don't think I would expect that. I don't know if I've ever had Egyptian food. I, I have not. I haven't been to Egypt, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think many people thought you had been. Well, no. You're like, to be honest, I haven't been no, to no, Egypt. No, no, no. It's, okay. Czech people love three destinations. Croatia, number one. Okay, you've been there. Egypt, number you, two. You have not been there. And it, Italy. You've been there? No. Oh, all right. We can go to, but be, like Czech to people love Egypt. I would love it's to go. Cheap. I would love to go. It's so cheap, and then I think the fourth destination is Greece. But Czech peeps love yes, Czech peeps love Egypt. I've never been. I would love to go, not for the ocean, but for the pyramids and oh, for yeah. the for the culture. I would love to visit absolutely. But yeah, I I guess I always thought of. Oh, I always think of Mediterranean because it's that is the Mediterranean Sea. So you think Greek, you think you think Mediterranean food, which is all like healthy and fish and fresh. So that's why I don't think that Egyptian food would, food would be fried. Yeah, that's what Nicole says. Yeah, um, but everyone's really welcoming of Nicole. They were so happy to see her, so excited to see her. Mahmoud's like, yeah. Uh, everyone really wants her to stay, and uh, I'll just take her passport so she can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's laughing except Teresa. Uh, it was a little. Creepy. Well, he was joking. Was but he? Yeah, uh, he said it to the camera. Well, and if Nicole is still in there, we know why. Exactly. So we meet Fatma. Yes. We meet Fatma, who is who's Mahmoud's brother's. I don't wife. think that's her real name. I don't know. Fatima is... Fatima. Fatima. Yeah. I have a friend whose name is Fatima. She went to college with me. She is from Morocco. Oh. It's it's an Islamic name. It's not a Chinese name. She's from China. I understand. I think she... It's a name she maybe gained when she... Yeah, adopted when she became Muslim. She's the... Real star. Besides the guy who was auditioning the clothes for Jen, <laughs> Fatma's the real star. Is she trilingual? I have to imagine she's trilingual. Yeah, I mean, give me the fried potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> the floor potatoes. Fatma's like, I love these fried potatoes. They do not make me sick. I don't know what Nicole's talking about. All I eat is these fried potatoes. I sit here on this floor and I eat these fried potatoes. Yeah. I mean, she definitely speaks Chinese because she's from China. She also speaks Arabic because I heard her speaking to her husband. And then we heard her speaking a little English with Nicole while she was offering her 
the floor fried potatoes <laughs> that I would love to have right now. Yeah. So Fama, she's she's there. She's friendly. She wants to be Nicole's BFF, I think, because as she said, yeah, we don't really have friends here, um, but we can go out. Nicole, we can go shopping. Yeah, but that, that's apparently not a thing, really. You have your family and those. Big family. It's your friends. It's like Jen and I. We have each other. And we're friends and that's all we and need. lovers. And, and lovers and husband and wife. And a married couple. And a married couple. And karaoke, and a foreign couple. And karaoke and a, partners. And also podcasters. Podcasters, yeah. Podcasters, yeah. So Nicole's <laughs> overwhelmed. She's had enough fried potatoes for the night. So she's like, let's go to Mahmoud's room. Let's get a little peace and quiet. Shout out to Mahmoud's makeup mirror. Did you see his makeup mirror with all the lights around it? Okay, why is his room pink? So many questions. There's a lot of speculation. So- We're not going to speculate on this podcast, Teresa. We're not going to speculate on All right. I read some things about the Egyptian culture, and apparently Mahmoud fits right in, so we're not going to speculate. Well, I speculated to you off the mic. You so- sure did. And, and you're all entitled to your own speculation, but... So he's either... The speculations are right, and it is his room and his room only. Or he prepped the room for Nicole. That, or I think, how many people did he say live around fifty-nine? Like right. Yeah. So I don't think they have bedrooms for yeah. everyone. So maybe he shares with his sister yeah. or something. So, okay, she's very quick to be like, "This is very overwhelming for me. All the noise, all the people." She's not wrong. You can hear the kids going nuts yeah. in the other room while this is happening. And Mahmoud's like, well, we're staying here because I don't want a repeat of last time when we got an apartment and after a month, you left and went back to the States. And Nicole's like, but there's a lot of rules here. It's very rigid here. And Mahmoud says, well, I don't want you to change to be Egyptian. When I talk about clothes, that's my personal preference. What does it even mean? It means he's even more controlling than we thought. Because if he, the religion excuse, we can't fault him for. But, but if he's going, it's not even the culture. It's just my personal preference. I honestly, I think he is just trying to sound better. I don't think he is. But I, I don't want to give shit to anyone who grew up in certain culture. And that's all they know. Because we... We live in the Western world. I grew up doing whatevs. You grew up doing whatevs. I grew up wearing whatever I wanted anyway, whatever my parents purchased for me, right? But I had jeans. I had whatever shirt. I had a belly shirt, right? No one cared. You grew up in the same... I had a belly shirt. Yeah, I had a belly shirt. I had jeans, sure. Yeah, but (laughs) he did not. And so... We can sit here and be like, oh, he's so controlling. No, first of all, his English sucks. So he, for him saying this, I think he's trying to sound better and be like, no, like I honestly, like I, I don't care what you wear, but like that's the culture. I don't think he's wording this But that's properly. not what he said. He's like, I don't want you to be Egyptian. When I talk about clothes, that's me. He's putting it on himself. Yeah, but yeah. I think maybe, sure, maybe he thinks it sounds good. Yeah. But no, man, blame it no, on your no, culture. No, no. But I'm telling you, that's, first of all, that's what he thinks he sounds better saying this. Second of all, he has older brothers who have wives who obey the rules, who adopt, even a foreign wife who adopted to the culture. For him, that's a must. And for him, it's all right, it's possible. 
Here right. is Nicole right. with her own mind, which Rebel. I don't judge. But then you shouldn't have been together. You shouldn't have gotten married because Nicole, you don't want to obey by the rules. Fine, but don't be in a marriage that requires it. Or if you want to be together, maybe try exploring moving to the U.S. where you can do whatever you want and maybe he can adapt to your culture. But like right now, I don't want to give Mahmoud any shit because he's just doing what he knows. Okay. I just, again, cannot get invested in this couple because... She shouldn't be in Egypt. No. And they should not be together. No. She should be in LA trying to make clothes in her apartment. I would watch that, actually. Sure. But there's just, they're not right for each other. Like, she would be, she would feel and look like a fish out of water in freaking Idaho, where she's from. Right. Which is why she went to LA. And now she's in Egypt. Yeah. I'm curious to see what's going to happen, but we see her like having a panic attacks on the next episode. So I can see her packing her bags way before she should. So, okay, let's move to this last couple who is a better couple than Nicole and Mahmoud. It's because Debbie, we're talking about our girl, our lady, Debbie and Usama, (laughs) because Debbie is ready. She embraces it. She's been to Morocco. I know Nicole's been to Egypt before, but unlike Nicole, Debbie embraces it. Debbie covers herself. Debbie's ready to go, yeah. So, of course, we know son Julian is not thrilled about this. No. And so they're going to go talk to an attorney, Gina, about a prenup. Yes, and I'm glad. Like, here's what I'm thinking. Like, Okay, she's in her late 60s. She met a guy, they connected, yes, he's way younger, but she has nothing to lose. She has no husband. She's grown-up kids. Yeah. Why why wouldn't she just go and try to enjoy a few years and see where it's going to take her, right? I'm here for it because she's aware. If she was like, oh my gosh, he's the love of my life. This is this is forever. The, the age gap, like I don't see it. It's like, no, she knows all that. That's why she's getting a prenup. Yeah, I, su- I support it. I don't know if I support the choice of attorney because they go to Gina's office and she has like live, laugh, law on the wall. Did you see she had home goods lettering? Yeah, it's not Atlanta. It's mm. middle of nowhere, Georgia. That's I think this. True. Don't you remember Angela's lawyer? <laughs> How could I forget? What is it like a general, generic lawyer that he's like a dollar store lawyer? Uh, yeah. How could I Something forget? like that. Yeah. So they start talking about the prenup. Julian, a man of the law, is concerned. Well, maybe they're not going to honor this contract in Morocco, which is a good thought. Yeah. That's a fair thought. And Gina's like, okay, well, that's possible. But the way I'm going to do it, what I'm going to write is going to be honored here in Georgia. And so if her assets are here, then they can be protected. And then Gina's like, what about Osama's assets? Does he have anything to his name? He has a skateboard. That's what we saw. Well, he's he's just a farm person, Gina. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a farm person. Gina's like, there are some red flags. There's some. There's some def- definite and red flags. Gina, at this point, Gina still doesn't know that Osama's only 24. But 
what happens if this is like a fairy tale and, and I'm married to Osama in 15 years from now? What if I want to sprinkle a little cash on him? What if I want to drop a couple bucks on Osama? What then? I think in 15 years, you might want to sprinkle a little cash on you. In 15 years, you might want to sprinkle your ashes on Osama. I was going to say, to drop some cash on a coffin, but sure. Yeah. What if I want to sprinkle a little cash on him? <laughs> well, then just sprinkle a little cash on him, Deb. She's out of control, and I love it. Well, she wants to share a bank account. Maybe. Maybe. Julian's not on board. It's like, well, no, that's how he's going to get access to the money. Well, I think, and probably rightfully so, if mom's already thinking, what if I want to drop a couple bucks mm. on him in the future? Julian's thinking, oh, you've dropped a couple bucks on him already, mm-hmm. mom. Which, of course, why wouldn't you? You're going to go over there. Why not pick up a dinner? Why not buy him a little treat, a new shirt, make him feel fancy. Of course, that um, I hate to say this, but why else would he be with a sixty-eight or sixty-seven-year-old? I like, mean, she's got a you, vibe. She's got a vibe. She's got a vibe. She seems like a nice person. Yeah, but G- submit is with Jenny, and it's not for the cash. Well, Sam is weird. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, and you're gonna tell me Osama is Mr. Normal? Osama's twenty-four. Osama is ten years older. True. 24? What I did at 24? Right, this is a 43-year... I don't year, even want to go there. What I did belly at 24. Shirts, we know. Yeah, this is a 43-year age gap. Yeah. That's a big age gap. But again, she's aware. She's doing the right thing, putting her assets in a safe place. Back so if anything, up. her kids will have something to remember her by. Yeah. And that's really it. I, I don't know why we only got four and a half minutes. Of I need her to go to Morocco and ride that donkey. Camel. <laughs> the donkey. Yeah. I want to yes. see her falling oh, off the donkey. I think no. we all are watching this show to see Deb fall off the donkey. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. All right. What an episode. What an episode. The other way. What are you doing to us? All I'm going to say about the episode is like, I wish... We had a little less of uh, Jen and Rishi yeah. and Lulu and bring us some, uh, what's his face? Uh, Osama? No, well, them. Huh. Yeah, but uh, a little bit of Johan and Danielle. You keep your pants on over there. I don't find Johan attractive, oh. Okay. but I find Danielle crazy Absolutely and that's nuts. much better. Absolutely nuts. All right. That is the episode. What an episode. Make sure you are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Make sure you join the Patreon if you want that bonus content, that premium content, that sweet, sweet Darcy and Stacy. There's video, there's bonuses. It's all over there. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Make sure you follow the podcast. It's so easy to do. You just look down and you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review, the hot review from Sarah G. So hot, Sarah G. Thank you. That was hot. H-A-W-T. As hot as the oven that John's preheating for our dinner. It's time to cook some dinner. All right. I think I've said it all. Have you said it all? said it all. You said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 